0: And we are live.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today for the special episode of The Blind View. Um, T.P. is with me already, and we have a new um, person named Jeff who's trying to get in. But T.P. and I are going to get started, and Jeff will join us when he makes it in. Did Jeff maybe make it in while we were going live? Is he here?
0: I guess not. I don't think so.
1: Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to be talking about the situation that's going on in the world with Ukraine and Russia and the situation that's going on right here at home and, and, and what, what, what things look like for us here at home and around the world, because of what all our leaders are doing, our leader in our white house here in America, Joe Biden, and then the way the European leaders are responding to this and the way, uh, Putin is responding to this and the way Zelensky is responding to this and so I just want to talk about these things and it's I feel like this is going to be a pretty relevant conversation because TP is a vet right he's he's trained to serve in our military and and he's I don't recall if TP saw combat but anyway he's he's been there and he went Forth to to no lay down his life if he was called upon, and and we could talk more about that. But this is what we're talking about today, guys. So I hope you'll stay tuned, and I hope you'll um, comment if you want to. Um, Gina will read your comments to us, and we'll respond back. TP, are you there?
0: I'm right here, and you know I never did any combat, although I was trained for that. Um, yeah. I was do I was in the military doing uh, non-war time. We was in a peaceful state and everything like that, but. I was trained for it um and the whole thing with 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 all of this is concerned it's very difficult for me to chew on when I know that there's still skid row when I know that Flint doesn't have any good water when I know that the educational system is subpar when I know that our country has so many issues that need to be addressed before we address anything anywhere else. That's just how I feel my personal beliefs.
1: Yeah, well thank you for voicing that TP and you know I remember like throughout my life our 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 um, our lawmakers and our um, politicians have been sending millions and billions and trillions of our hard-earned tax dollars overseas to these other countries for all this stuff, right? And um, and now here we are at this point and where are we at guys? We're, <laughs> look what happened in Afghanistan. Look what's going on right here in America at our Southern border. Look what's going on in Ukraine now. And look what Putin is getting away with because of our cowardly leaders who can't, our leaders are so cow- cowardly and so scared right now they don't know what to do. They don't know if they should go forward, go backwards, go left, go right. They don't know if they should hide in a bunker or climb on top of a mountain. And they can't lead their people and they can't protect their people. And, and I'm really ashamed because usually the president of the United States of America is one of the, one of the world leaders who steps forward and leads in times like this. But we don't have a leader who's capable of doing that.
0: I mean, we we, we may not have a leader that's capable of doing that. Our previous leader wasn't capable. The leader before him wasn't capable. The leader before him wasn't capable. And the reason why I can say none of them have been capable, because each each term we elect someone else or someone else gets elected, and the world is just a bigger, bigger mess. So we can't point the finger at just one person, one administration. It's the entire governmental uh, entity.
1: TP, you have to come. You have to look at records. So you have to look at everything that Joe Biden has accomplished in the year and maybe almost a year and a half now that he's been in office, compared to what President Trump accomplished.
0: We, I mean, I, I understand, but this is we're looking. We're counting on. You can't look at President Trump or Joe Biden. These are two men. Two men, just two men. There are two. The world is in way more the United more
1: than States of America. And the president of the United States of America has historically been at least one of the two major leaders in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I understand 80s, that.
1: I remember in the 80s, the leader of the Soviet Union, Mikhail Gorbachev, I believe. I was a child at the time, but it seemed like him and President Reagan were right up there. They were both world leaders, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the world needs strong leaders to, for times like this, when there's tyrants like Putin running rampant, doing everything he's doing in Ukraine. And he won't stop at Ukraine. He'll continue across Europe and there'll be another world war.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's going to be another world war, because I believe that at some point we, the people worldwide, will stand up and shut them down.
1: That's what I'm talking about. People, we need to wake up and shut them down. And by, we shut them down by changing the way we vote. We shut them down by by speaking out about what they're doing that's wrong, by writing about it in our newspapers and on our blogs and, and trying to help our neighbors understand what's going on so that they change the way they vote too. Because that's how we're gonna get these tyrants out of there is by voting differently.
0: Right, right. And then and and not just that, we need to um, set some examples. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Once some examples have been made, then people will understand. It's just like uh there's certain crimes people they know not to commit because they're gonna go to jail. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So we need mm-hmm. politicians not to even run for office if they're not gonna do the job. We want we need them to fear screwing up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we now need it's to them to like, be held
1: accountable when they commit these atrocities against against
0: people right right absolutely i mean i like my first mind when it comes to politics and politicians um, uh, the first thing that i should that that i would like to see happen is everybody that were adults uh 1964 when the civil rights act was signed if you mm-hmm. were 18 years or older and with the day that the civil rights act was signed and you are in uh, a political seat right now uh, sign out go home you no longer need it because yeah. black white or otherwise you have access to bear you got grudges from back in those days you remember a time when and they and they break. haven't
1: done anything to make the racial divide better in all these decades
0: right now that's number one and number two if you want to be into uh politics and you want to govern our country then um I would like to, to take the the, the 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 salaries and switch them around. I would like for our teachers to get the government salaries and our government to get the teacher salaries. That way people will be more serious about government and teachers will work a lot harder about teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if a teacher made what a senator made, her students would get all A's.
1: <laughs> well, but we need to do that in a lot of, a lot of our industries, not just our teachers and our politicians,
0: right? I mean, yeah, you you because there's right, corruption
1: but- and there there's waste at all levels of our government, and there's ways where we could clean stuff up and tighten the hatches and maybe invest more um, quality stuff in our kids and in our our communities that would actually be long sustaining, right?
0: Right. I'm just what I'm saying is when it comes to the job we're going to look at the work ethic and the and the job and the sincerity of the positions, teachers are way more dedicated than politicians are, yet they get paid way less and they deal with way more stress.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why I say flip the salaries, because politicians, what, like the politicians of today, if they had to work office of teacher salary, they wouldn't mm-hmm. run for office.
1: hmm
0: you know, teachers are committed because they have a passion for what they do. Yeah, you're right. And I, and I believe that they should be compensated for what they go through. Unlike politicians, they just trying to get paid and, 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 and doing whatever they're doing. Because the, the, the world has been a mess for years. The last 10 administration ain't did nothing to clean it up.
1: Is Jeff with us yet?
0: No, um, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know what. Maybe his phone died, and he has to. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, get I'm some. Uh, get some juice or something. I don't know.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. So we, because I usually forget to take my commercial break. So we're going to take it right now. While and and then we'll come back and visit with TP some more while we're waiting for Jeff. Okay. Hey, ladies and gentlemen! Great news. My third book is out. Metamorphosis. This is my first fiction book. It's six short stories, and I invite you guys to check it out. Right now, it's only available in Kindle eBook and Amazon Print On Demand, but I'll have the Audible version out there ASAP. Give me a month or less, guys. And then you also can check out my second book, Changing My Perspective. It's available in eBook, Amazon, Print On Demand and Audible already. And you can check out my first book, Because You're Blind. This book is also available in Audible, Kindle, and on Amazon Print On Demand. And you can order all of these books through my website, um, info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Okay, guys? Um, But I wanted to um, particularly um, share with you guys metamorphosis. This book, um, well, I had a lot of fun with this book because where with my first two books, I was constrained because they were um, memoirs. I had to stay stick to factual stuff. In Metamorphosis, I was able to write more freely. And so I had a lot of fun with this book and I really hope my readers will check it out. Um, anyway, you can email me at info at if you read it and you wanna comment on it. Um, And I will have some uh, free uh, downloads of the Audible version when we get it done, I'm soon, I'm sure. Um, Anyway, please make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel and stay tuned, and we will announce when we get the Audible version done. Thank you very much, and everybody have a great day. Peace out. And we're back. Thanks for staying with us, ladies and gentlemen. Did Jeff join us while we were on commercials?
0: No, he did not. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. It might be a phone issue. Okay.
1: Um, so TP, um, mm. what do you have going on this weekend?
0: Uh this weekend, this weekend, what do I have going on this weekend? Uh ain't it Saturday now? Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday all day. I don't know. I've been waiting on Gemini. Um I, I don't think he's up yet, but uh, he's supposed to be taking me somewhere. Okay, I don't know where. Like, it's supposed to be a surprise.
1: Oh, he's taking somewhere that's a surprise?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. You know, there's so many people from back home that live out here in Phoenix now. That's okay. usually the only surprise I get is, you know, somebody else from back home that moved to Phoenix.
1: Yeah, that's so cool, TP.
0: It's like half our community from back home lives in Phoenix now from,
1: from, uh, Racine, Wisconsin, Racine, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. That's wonderful. It's there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people here from, uh, the other place too. I can't remember.
0: Montana, the, the, Chicago,
1: the place with the place with the bad water.
0: Oh, there's Flint, people, Michigan. Yeah.
1: Flint. There's a lot of people from Flint here too. Ray, I met
0: a lot of people from Racine and Flint here in the yeah. Phoenix area. And uh, I, I, right. They're all great people. Uh, But I think the most people that I've met here uh, are are, are from Chicago. We have a huge Chicago uh, population here in Phoenix. Yeah, I met a lot of people from Chicago, too. Yeah, and um, I mean, I got to admit, this is uh, a place that's uh, starting to really get involved with each other people from all over the place are here and everybody's getting they're hanging out they're doing things and they're supporting one another and how do you feel about that tb i think it's great i do too i do too um that's why i said that we the people the people are getting along better than everybody else the The actual people right the actual people of our Mm -hmm. country we're getting along you yeah. know, the, the, the problems that, that are uh, 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 commercialized aren't as bad as, as they as they seem to be. I mean, we're actually, as a people in this world, getting along a lot better than the politicians are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I have to agree with you on that, TP. Every time I go out, I it seems like I'm always – I mean, because I'm blind, and I, I, like, accidentally bump into a person. And I'll say, oh, excuse me, and and they'll respond – in a very kind way, we'll wind up in conversation, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe we, we might not ever see each other again, but for those few moments we we enjoy visiting and having a few laughs together and stuff, you know? Right. And seeing that more and more when I when I do go out. And like as a blind person, that happens to me a lot because I like I said, I bump into people and um and there's more people out and about with their kids and all of it. So
0: yeah. And and uh, yeah, it's 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 a much better community than the way the media is 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 making it look. Mm-hmm. The media is making it look like things are much worse than they are. And yeah. and I don't see how bad that because I get out not often, but when I do get out, I have a ball.
1: What kind of stuff? I mean, other than going to comedy shows, what kind of stuff do you do when you go
0: out? I'm a foodie. A foodie? Yes, I just like to go out and eat.
1: So, what kind of restaurants do you like, or
0: do you? I like them all. I like to try stuff that I've never had. My preference is mom and pop joints—the—the—the—the—the the, 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 the restaurant that you, that don't have a, another one. Uh-huh. You know, oh, like
1: standalone places. Places aren't chains. I know what you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those places are the best places to go eat. Where where there's so much pride in the preparation of the food.
1: Yep. Before the quarantine, when I moved here, I made it my goal to. Every time I went out to eat, to go to a different Mexican restaurant. And I'm not talking about a chain restaurant, I'm talking about these standalone Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. And then the quarantine hit, and I just kind of didn't ever get back to it. But I went to several while I was doing that, and it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, um, I like that too, because you get to taste the different regions' flavors. Because just because all Mexican food is not the same, you got different mm-hmm. regions of Mexico that do different stuff, diff- do things differently. And um, it's like when I went to Puerto Vallarta, I had a gig over there for uh, 10 days. And uh, I never, before or after, had such delicious mahi-mahi.
1: Mahi-mahi, isn't that
0: octopus? No, it's a fish. Oh, it's fish? Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, I've, they have it here in the States. They serve it in all kinds of restaurants. But never did I ever get that flavor that I got in Puerto Vallarta.
1: Mm-hmm
0: oh my god that my i almost od'd off my Mahi. my heat. i could have just swam back home <laughs> <laughs> i ate a lot of it and uh um, yeah. then you got um you know it just depends on where you are you know there's different countries that serve different foods that I means like foods that we're used to here but it tastes different like orange ruffy in other countries is much better than here Uh huh. you know i like to um i mean i'm I'm more of a seafood junkie but i i I don't mind a nice uh, medium rare steak here and there, every blue moon but i I meat fish and chicken, we get down mm-hmm. I'm a foodie, and that's what I'd like to do. I like to travel and eat different foods that you can't just get, but other than there, you know if I eat at this restaurant uh in Texas, then that's the only place I can get that food, like Christ's barbecue in Lockhart, Texas. I mean, you, you can only get it there in Lockhart, Texas.
1: Can you say the name of that restaurant again, please, for our viewers? It's,
0: ca- it's called Christ. They, they broke down into two restaurants. One of them is called Smitty's, which is at the original building. And then the other one is called Christ. They have a new building. The family when the proprietor passed away, the family had an argument. So they went and made two restaurants. But oh. their food is off the chain. And uh, is that Christ. You food? No, this is uh Texas barbecue.
1: Texas barbecue. Mm, mm, sounds great. I love barbecue.
0: Yeah, they got a pork chop at uh at the restaurant down there, like almost an inch thick, and it's so good. You don't want nothing on it but your teeth. It's all you want. Um, they got some good sausage. Oh, the brisket is to die for. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's what I get out of traveling and doing comedy. I, I look forward to eating.
1: Uh-huh. I it's- used to eat a lot more meat like that when I lived up in Montana. I don't I try not to do
0: that anymore. I understand. I mean, I got an incredibly high metabolism, so mm-hmm. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. And I, you know, I work out every day, so I'm yeah, not. A, yeah, you kind of got me. I can't. For some reason, I cannot walk on a treadmill to save my life. I walk in circles in the driveway. Uh huh. But but you you're exercising every day. Every day. Good. You have that's TP. That's how you're going to
1: rebuild your body. And that's how you will have a better quality of life, too.
0: Yeah, I feel a lot better, too, because I don't drink nothing but water.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I might have a a, a actual alcoholic beverage before I do a performance, but that's the Mm. only time. Right. You know, and it's usually just to calm the nerves.
1: Well, and I know you're telling the truth, brother, because you stayed at my house for several months and you were never drunk and disorderly or drunk in. No, no, nothing. Yeah, you definitely don't have a problem with alcohol. That's no.
0: Nah. right now. I'm going to tell you something that I did run into because, you know, I'm a budhead. What? you know, I smoke plenty of cannabis. Yeah. Well, there is um, yesterday. I smoked uh, yesterday morning. I smoked a pre-roll, right? Uh-huh. And the stuff is, uh, the, you know, the, the the grower let me name it,
1: uh-huh. and
0: I, I named it. But um, I I had only been using my pipe, you know, like the one I left there. Uh huh. And so I had only been using it. So um I, I did a pre roll of the same stuff yesterday, and that was yesterday morning around about this time.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm still feeling the effects of it. That's the only time that I smoked was yesterday morning. Well,
1: that must be some good weed, man. Yeah. Oh my God. Anything.
0: Hmm.
1: So you know, that's some good weed. Can you have to hook me up with someone when we hang out again?
0: Yeah, I I'll make sure you get some of that. This stuff is I like I said, the 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 grower is out of California and mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know what to call it. You know, he just grew it and I smoked some of it the first time and I was like, Oh, this is called brain damage. And- no, you should <laughs> Yeah, they should call not brain damage,
1: but they should call it something like um I don't know, like silver
0: bullet or something. Uh, the reason why I call it brain damage is because because uh, if you think you need something stronger, your brain is damaged. Because <laughs> <laughs> this stuff here, it, 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 it's, it's poaching it. it. It works really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as blind as I am, I thought I could see the future yesterday. Oh, I did really? see the future today. We're here.
1: <laughs> well, you know, as blind people, we can see things our sighted peers can't see.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we notice things that our sighted peers don't notice. Like, I hear stuff that people don't even know exist. Oh, I know
1: what you're talking about there.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm just, you know, I, I figured like this. Oh, um, I, I told you I talked to the legendary Tina Graham, the godmother, right? Oh, yeah. And she's got plans for us. What, what are her plans? Well. There has never she's got his history making plans for us. There has never been a show in the history of comedy that was executive produced produced and all the performers were blind. Uh-huh. A <laughs> show? Huh? A comedy show? A comedy show where where the producers and, and, and the performers were all blind. Yeah. You know, TP,
1: when I was back down at that last comedy show with you downtown recently, Mm -hmm. I was going to see if I could get up and talk a little bit because I'm, well, I'm trying to improve my public speaking skills and become a better communicator. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I love the comedians at these shows and I love to get up and introduce, I want to see if next time maybe if I can introduce the first couple or maybe the first comedian, right? Right, And make a feel out of it because I love the comedians and I'd love to be able to just get up there and talk to them and be like, Hey, yo, here's so-and-so everybody. And it'd be so much fun. So,
0: Yeah. I mean, and then also um, the way with this platform that you have, what we can do Mm -hmm. is set up a remote for after the show where we can have table talk with Becca. Oh yeah. That would be awesome, dude. It'd be like you, myself and the rest of the comedians on the show. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a, a, a live remote episode of Becca's World.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: I can set that up.
1: Yep. And like I these just, com-
0: the comedians,
1: are, I mean, they're such a great group of people because, I mean, all, they all—they just want to make us laugh, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody and just, you know, laughter is the best healer out there.
1: Yep.
0: It, it's, been, mean, it's, it's been, been known to be that. Right oh, yeah.
1: America and the whole world needs a lot of laughter right now.
0: Right, and and then you know what else the world needs? The world needs to use their imaginations more because you know how when you go to, uh, I was listening to Steve Harvey earlier, and um, mm-hmm. he said something that made a lot of sense to me. He's like, when you go to the theater to see a movie, while you're waiting on the movie to start, they show you previews of movies to come. Yeah, And after you see the preview, then the movie starts. And he says, yep. you've never seen a preview without the movie dropping right so he's like that's what your imagination is like a preview to your future Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it works so when you when you use your imagination and and you manifest it's like having a preview to your own future so we gotta learn to to do that individually and 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 as, as a culture Mm-hmm. so that we can conceive as long as everybody is focused on the same thing that's what we're going to get if everybody's mind is focused on tragedy we're going to be tragedy after tragedy after tragedy
1: right well it's it's not that it's not that we're all going to attract the same thing it's like as individuals though like it depends on what your mindset is like if you're focused at, and because so many of us as individuals are focused on hopelessness right now because of the situation that's what's going to make us lose and make us fail right right it really is up in your mind and as individuals we have the power to change our own situation and our country's situation because of the way we choose to think about it and the way we choose to approach the situation Absolutely. and it's not a bigger situation overall but this bigger situation causes so many little individual situations in our daily lives and it's how are we going to respond to those individual situations are we going to let those little situations beat us down or are we going to overcome them
0: Right, absolutely, and and and, mm-hmm. and and we have to learn to do this together. It's no one person's gonna fix anything. It's gonna take mm-hmm. uh, a country of people to make things right. It's gonna mm-hmm. take everybody—North Side, East Side, South Side, West Side. It's gonna take everybody. You know, mm-hmm. the United States actually have to be united. You know, yeah. And that's gonna be a great day for us all once we accomplish this
1: hmm.
0: You know, I mean, there are too many bellies right now from children to elderly that are hungry today as we speak. That mm-hmm. should not be. Yeah. Um. That should not be. There's no way. You know, I remember um, when I stayed on Indian school, um, my next door neighbor used to take me over to McDonald's every now and then because I couldn't cross that street alone. Right. Uh So and uh, the homeless people stayed in the parking lot adjacent to the McDonald's and they were all just kind of hanging out there. And um, I had made a little bit of money one day and they were all outside and I totally lost my appetite. Right. Uh Because it just felt I felt really guilty. You know what I'm saying? So when I went into the McDonald's, I counted what I had on my cash app and I ordered uh, I ordered 100 hamburgers. And, and 50 orders of fries, and I put two burgers and a fry in each bag, and I gave all that food to those people out there. That's
1: so cool, TP.
0: And I ate two hamburgers and a fry, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't eat much cheese. I'm not much for cheese unless it's pizza, but other than that, I don't really fool with cheese, but I just felt I, my spirit was just compelled to I, I know I didn't change homelessness or hunger, but I, somebody really you, you helped that those meal. people
1: that day, T.P. And that's where I've done I've done the exact same thing because as a blind person, I've like where I used to live in Missoula, I walked by a McDonald's and a couple other restaurants every day because I'd go from my house in the lower Rattlesnake. I'd walk down to Broadway Avenue, and then I'd walk all the way from Van Buren all the way down past the courthouse, down past what where the Safeway on Broadway used to be. I walked for miles and miles, and I would always come across Hobos down on the corner of Broadway and Van Buren. And they'd always hit me up for money, right? And I'd be like, "Yo, I'm just going over here to the McDonald's. I'll get you guys some food, right?" So yeah. I'd go to the McDonald's, and I'd look at the dollar menu, and I'd get a bunch of the burgers off the dollar menu, and I'd go back and I'd hand it to them, right?
0: Right. And that, and that's 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 cool, you know. Because I mean, there's, I mean, I don't know if anybody else that's watching this has ever had a day like that, but I've had I've had days in my past where I was hungry. And it was just yeah. too bad. There was nothing I could do about it. There was nothing in my pockets, and you know, nothing. So I had to like go to the grocery store and eat grapes and fruit size. I B.
1: I don't like giving. I don't like giving cash to hobos because of what they do with it, right? Right. So I've always like ever since I was got my first cane when I was in my early twenties, and I was allowed to go out walk around. I always have made it, just made it a policy of just going to the nearest fast food place and getting them food.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um ultimately um one of these days I'm gonna wind up with uh a comedy pull-up, a pull-up comedy show
1: uh-huh.
0: where the truck pulls up and when it opens up, it's a stage and a PA and everything, and we have a comedy show, and um there's gonna be food and everything for the people. Oh, you know, it's God. just gonna be random. You gotta look for it because the food's gonna be free, the show's gonna be free. It's just going to uh, be a charity, a charitable type of thing? Oh, it'll be a, a donation-based or something. Yeah, donation-based. But when we pull up, uh, uh, you know, like it'll, of course you'll know ahead of time where we're going to be. But you got to uh, look for us, you know. And we pull up; yeah. it'll be a big part. So and you, do you want to do want to develop a following
1: so like you're known across the nation, so people are anticipating it and looking right. forward and follow following you online and stuff to see where you're going to be. That's an awesome idea, T P. Because that that's something that would help build community in America too. And it would help, you know, help I don't know, just pee people, people come together more.
0: Right. And then people want to come out, um, you know, for the Wait, show. You, do you need
1: me to drive the van for you or the
0: only the if you're gonna do it in reverse because we can't, you know.
1: <laughs> well, we can figure something out. Maybe maybe you could sit on the bumper with the cane and I could be behind the wheel or vice versa.
0: Well, we don't have to go fast. We can get a couple of guide dogs in front of us.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we could have like blind driver signs on the truck. Get out of the way, right?
0: Right. With big with with like uh, yellow or amber lights on the top. Like, hey, just beat it. You know, yeah. Yeah. this is this is a what do they call those when the semi trucks all get together? A convoy. Yeah, this is a blind convoy. A blind.
1: Conv- <laughs> Boy, yeah, I love it, TP. Yeah, it's yeah. a
0: blind convoy, and yeah, we'll take. Yeah. uh we'll, We could we'll we ta- play
1: our own music. We'd have like comedian, a com- comedy show going on, and right. we could play Becca's old videos, and we could play my audio books, and like like I was talking about that I want to do at the convention, right? Right. Uh, the other show that we did, but um, yeah, it would be so much fun. Like, uh, so do you, you remember Lawrence Welk?
0: Yeah, tiny bubbles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how much planning went into his show, but I don't put any planning into my show anymore. I mean I just try to have something lined up. And so we kinda of just talk about whatever we want, right? Right. But boy, wouldn't that be fun if we were doing it on on the the vehicle you were describing?
0: Convoy.
1: If we were traveling <laughs> United States doing videos and doing productions with people and meeting people and just enjoying America, getting out and seeing, seeing the country. I love America, you know? So when I got my first cane and learned how to walk wherever I wanted, I really wanted to get out and see America. And then I got married and started having kids and I realized I was stuck where I was at, but that was then. And, and I knew I had to change it and I've changed it now, but now I weren't running my company, but I think I could do this on the road too. I just got to figure this out because I really want to get out and see America.
0: Right, I mean ultimately what I was thinking is probably like a tour bus and then uh, have a driver drive the tour bus and wherever we stop um, we're going to do like like our own barbecuing, our own everything. It's up to us. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just making, making it a, it's like, it's like a, 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 a nationwide uh, cookout. A nationwide cookout? Yeah. And so
1: wherever we park, will we invite people, locals to come to our barbecue?
0: Yeah. Come to the barbecue, eat brisket in the barbecue and enjoy some music and enjoy some comedy and have a great weekend with us and off to the next state. So how, who's, okay.
1: So we can carry our barbecue grill and our fuel with us, but are we going to stop at the grocery store in each town and get supplies for the barbecue in those communities? Yeah, we'll
0: get fresh food from wherever we are so that we okay. can support the local community. Yeah, that's a great idea. But what do we do if we get there and we find out that they like they
1: don't have enough for the barbecue because of, I don't know, because stuff is on backlog and you know what I mean?
0: No, before we before we even you know, get we can there, we could always like,
1: make do. That's one thing I know for sure: is blind people and all Americans. We could make do with what we had,
0: and it would be a lot of fun. Like if I was coming to Mesa next week, yeah, then the people of Mesa would know I'm coming next week, and they would be prepared for me. So there would always be enough food, right? You know, they would. Oh have yeah, food. so we just
1: let them know beforehand. Perfect idea, TP. Mm-hmm. So do you do you have a,
0: a map for the? The t- bus tour figured out? Not quite yet, but um, I know um, eighty and ninety, and thirty five. You know, you got thirty five running north and south, eighty and ninety running east and west. So, okay. and then you got twenty. So it depends. It, you know, we can probably wind up doing a zigzag, but uh-huh. it depends on where. Um, well, of course, we'll start here in Arizona.
1: How how many how many days will we be on the road for this bus tour?
0: Ooh, that would be a long tour. Um, yeah.
1: Sounds like fun, though, man. I've always, like, dude, if I hadn't, if I hadn't been doing this when I left my husband, I would eventually went and got on a Greyhound and just went across the country because that's what I've always wanted to do. <laughs> so this well, sounds like a lot of fun to me.
0: If it's a six-month tour, we start in the winter in the southern states and end uh, in the summer in the in the, the, the northern the nor- and midwestern states so that we can have good weather for the entire tour.
1: That's a good, good idea.
0: Yeah, but I'm thinking six months would be a the, the good, a good regional tour,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then the more popular we get the more demand we'll have, so we'll have to go to different places that want that want us to come there. Uh huh. Yeah. So I mean, um, we'll we'll get more insight with that when when you interview Miss Tina Graham, and yeah. uh, she'll be able to tell us a little bit more about which direction to go because she's been right. doing this since 1989. What What did you say? She's been doing stuff like this in 1989. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So she's 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 not just a, a legend for nothing. She's earned her legendary status.
1: Yeah. That. Yeah, I. There's something special about Tina Graham. I knew that the night I met her. Um,
0: yeah, Tina's a great lady.
1: Yeah, that reminds me. We have to let's talk to Gina when we get off the air before we, you know. About
0: scheduling that interview with Tina. Yeah, I'm, she's in Oklahoma City right now. She's uh, <laughs> she's uh, viewing some other comedians um, for for the La- uh, Laugh My Butt Off Comedy Series series, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so she's 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 doing that right now. But she's gonna give me a ring and tell me she has a free time, and we'll we'll schedule a, an appointment for that.
1: Okay, sounds good, TB. Um, you said probably Monday or Friday, though, right?
0: Yeah. I'm 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 shooting for Monday because Mondays, you know, a lot of people don't have a lot to do, especially her and, and myself. Uh, most uh-huh. people in comedy weekends are pretty kind of rough for us. Right, that makes you sense. Know. Um I'm I'm only able because I don't have a day job and no matter where I'm at, I got my phone, so. Right. You know, I don't I don't have, you know, other a bunch of things that I have to do because I'm sighted cuz, you know, I'm not
1: so, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't yet checked out Metamorphosis, my new book, go ahead and check that out. I don't think it's on the commercial that we just played a little while ago. Uh, Metamorphosis is available um, in print, ebook, and Audible.
0: And I got to sample all three of the books um, yesterday. What did oh you say? Oh, my God. I got to listen to the samples on Audible. Oh, you did? uh, They were very, very good. Very, very good. Yes.
1: And TP, I've got the whole book. I mean, Metamorphosis is up on Audible. Now you can go get the whole book if you want it. Or I've got the whole book in my phone. So when we're together again, I can play
0: the the whole book. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I got, like I said, I got to listen to the samples. And oh, my God. Yes. This is, I recommend you get out there, people watching this. Go to Audible. Audible and download the book, um, and check it out. Um, interesting, interesting from beginning to end, um, from what I heard. I only got to listen to the samples, but it's got me really ready and eager to check out the rest of the book. So I'm going to recommend everybody do as I do and get them a copy, and uh, enjoy. Yeah. Um, and
1: anyway, you can also get Becker's... World memorabilia up there too—hats and coffee mugs and stuff like that. Um, TP, do you have any like any hats or anything?
0: No, about- I'm still just with t-shirts right now. Oh, you do have t-shirts. I do have t-shirts. They, um, I have t-shirts that just that has my image and it says TP Lucas Comedy. And I have t-shirts mm-hmm. with my image that has—I know you see me on top and on the bottom of the image. It says TP Lucas Comedy. And a lot of people um, mistake what I mean when I say, I know you see me. When I say, Mm -hmm. I know you see me, it's not the people that's looking at me. When I say, I know you see me, I'm speaking to God. So it's a reminder to myself to always be on my best behavior. Mm -hmm. You know, because God's always watching. So I have to remind myself by saying, I know you see me.
1: That's really beautiful, TP. So TP... (laughs) It just occurred to me, so you you have a website that you're selling your t-shirts through. Do you want me to see if since you're since you're a member of the blue butterfly team, at least right now, kind of, do you want me to see if we can put a link on our Becca's World or on our well, we could put it on our possibly on actually, our story, Becca's actually, World YouTube channel, but also on our on our website, Blue Butterfly Enterprises. And what? You know, because I've got links to my books and my my uh, coffee cups and mugs and T-shirts up there. Maybe we could put links to your T-shirts up there. Right.
0: Well, yeah, actually, um, I don't mind um, adding directly to your inventory and we they can just get them directly from you. I'll have some sent to your house.
1: Oh no, I'm not I'm
0: not gonna take
1: orders and mail them out to people. I don't even do that with my own t-shirts. They go up there to Becca's World and they order them and Teespring sends all that out.
0: Oh, okay, I was wondering how you did all that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, I like, so I tried that when I published my book the first, my first book the first time. Mm-hmm. I, I had copies at my house and my plan was to mail them out to people when they requested them and it was ridiculous. I couldn't keep up with it. So it's just smarter to have these companies do it because they're the ones. I mean, I don't, I'm not printing the cups and the t-shirts anyway. They're the ones printing the cups. They are the ones printing the cups and the t-shirts, right? Right. And so when when people go up to my website and they go to the store link, then it takes them into there where they can order what like whatever Becca's World Memorabilia they want and they can order my books in any of the three formats available and and stuff like that. And so, um, and all I'm saying is we could probably figure out how to put a link up there so people could also order your T-shirts and other stuff over time. If you, I don't know, if you, if you make a comedy CD sometime and put it out, right, we could put that on there and those sorts of things, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Because right. I, I, my goal with my company is to help m- my fellows, right? Like, right. Um, what's the, what's the saying? Um. It, like we help when we help each other, it helps us all, right? Like, right, each one to all each one. All rise together, basically. Right, and, and if we pull each other down, that's going to make us all sink. So we just need to help each other.
0: Absolutely, I'm with that a thousand percent.
1: So yeah, so when we get off the air, let's talk to Gino about scheduling time to meet with Tina. Do doing the interview with Tina, and we'll also run, talk to him about adding a link to our store for your t-shirts and stuff, okay? No problem.
0: Um, is there anything else you want to talk about before we sign off on the show? Um, Well, other than April 15th and 16th, I'll be in Chandler, Arizona, live with doing the, uh, the talent comedy takeover. Oh, yeah. Come and see me.
1: Yeah, it's too bad James wasn't able to join us.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on in the Midwest because, I, I, you know, I, I, there's got to be something going on in the Midwest where the Wi-Fi is tripping out.
1: Yeah, and yes yesterday and this morning I talked to him both times. And I know yesterday his phone definitely died. And and but I think it was his battery yesterday was going on. And I kind of think his battery was still giving him problems this morning when I talked to him. So yeah. Maybe this is also his phone battery. Oh, you're talking about Jeff. Jeff. Oh yeah, that's who I met.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah, Jeff is never yeah. um, Jeff is always punctual.
1: Yeah.
0: So there's gotta be something going on with his phone.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I will get him I in next him time. He definitely sounded like he's interested in being on the show. So, yeah, we'll just give him a, another shot the next time we do the show. Which, um, well, the next time we do the show will probably just be you, me, and Tina. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm, so uh, it, next, as a matter of fact, I'm going to try to make sure that's on Monday.
1: Yeah, because then next Friday, maybe we could have Jeff on the show on Friday. And Tina also, maybe if, if the interview goes well on Monday and if she wants to be on, on Tuesday.
0: Oh, trust or me. On- Tina's a riot. You don't want nobody else on the show. Tina's got plenty to say.
1: Okay, well, then we'll just have Tina on the show on Monday. But we do need to get that figured out with Gino. So should we log off and then we can talk to Gino?
0: Uh, Sure, no problem.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on Becca's World for this special episode of The Blind View. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. That's a wrap. Peace out, y'all.
0: Peace out, y'all.
1: Thank you for watching Jeff's World.